The Wolf and Bull podcast was prepared, conducted, and hosted by the Wolf and Bull team in their personal capacity. This podcast is for expressive listening entertainment, and any views, ideas, or opinions may or may not extend past the boundaries of this podcast. Conversations or specific comments on behalf of the hosts and guests are for entertainment purposes only. Due to language and potentially offensive topics, listener discretion is advised. things is that I think there's malpractice on both ends in which there's malpractice on behalf of for the instance the voter the politician the system the society and it all culminates yeah. and the question is, is is malpractice with intent or is malpractice just a kind of a side effect of just I don't think that matters ignorant. though well, it doesn't matter if you're looking at it from the legal aspect. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at what malpractice really is, you're looking at a, a uh, inaccurate rendition or an ac- inaccurate process yeah. so from somebody that we deem as experts, right? Yeah. Because that, you know, it's malfeasance maybe, yeah. not necessarily malpractice. Well, I, I, well, the only reason I use malpractice, and I did use that word intentionally, is because... Y- it would result and these things result especially maybe on the side of the individual who's not an expert the expert and then society is that if it's a malpractice if it's malpractice that means people are doing things intentional or not that if done otherwise would result in a different outcome right well that's, positive that's or the, negative that's the definition mal- of almost anything right yeah if you don't do it this way you must do it that yeah, way yeah but with malpractice or, it would be a positive outcome right because if you did it right well, malpractice makes the assumption that you have a certain amount of expertise that someone or some entity or some group is coming to you for you to process into to uh to, to handle whatever their challenge or problem is and your expertise your history your scientific reality says that you know better than those people that are coming to see you i don't know person. if i agree with that well, I mean, I think from a legal perspective, that's fair. But I mean, from I mean, if I already me, use it, what other perspective? What what perspective are you talking about? Well, let's look at voting, for example, because um, it's an easy one. Malpractice in voting would be looking at a headline, not reading the article, not following up on the politician, not visiting the politician's website, not watching the debates, not listening to all sides. In the way that I'm using the term. Uh, that's what I mean. Is I'm kind of I'm funging the term because yeah. it's not the. Appropriate I think there's usage. a better term than that because malpractice has around it a assumption of a particular amount of expertise in the area that you're venturing into. So if you're a high information voter with a lot of expertise in politics, then it would be malpractice to do certain things within that context. But if you're a quote-unquote low-information voter going to a voting booth, you know nothing about it, and you just bet it, or not bet, it's kind of like a bet, right? You put everything down line, down ballot, right? That You're trying to say that's kind of malpractice. I think it's a misrepresentation of your quote-unquote civic duty, and we've talked about that before. Which I think, sure. according to those who founded the country, would argue, based on the merits of having voting rights back then, 
which have now been diluted down the way they have, neither well, here nor there. Back then, they had the expertise to sure, be but, a practicing voter. Yeah, but back then, in ne- from then to now, they've removed mm-hmm. requirements, but they haven't removed stipulation in the sense that you should be educated. Um, this is episode 39. I'm pretty sure this is episode 39. Wow. I don't have my phone, so I can't check. I, and it's been so long. Are you going to be okay charging. over there? Yeah, of course I'll be you know, okay. You have to have, are you going to start moving your digits around and thinking you're like texting somebody accidentally, no, phantom I'm texting? Right yeah, I'm doing it exactly. right now. Exactly. Um, Do you use your thumbs or your fingers? I peck. You, I'm a you, pecker. I like you, with ty- typing. I've always thought Hunt you were peck. a pecker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how are you doing, Wolf? I have not seen hide nor wolf hair of you. I have been a little while. very busy, as you know, um, traveling, nay, toiling across toiling, toiling. <laughs> the lands towards from one destination to another. And that has resulted in years being taken off my life, off, well, years being added to Beowulf's life because I carried her on my back. <laughs> um, and I just... It's almost done. I mean, we don't have to travel back anymore, which is good, because every time we have to travel back, we have to, like, give papers, and, you know, they request, like, thousands of dollars in the form of tax on top of the price of gas, Um, and no one really bats an eye anymore, which is kind of funny. Um, As I was saying last episode with Beowulf, uh, it's... We're in the late 1970s again, which makes me concerned for what's going to happen in the 80s. Yeah, you should be concerned. Um, And... No one except certain people are saying this, and I watched, as we were talking a little bit ago, I watched something, I'll keep it very big, Um, I watched something that is, you know, critical of a very particular political figure. Really, who would that be? (laughs) He sounds like that, and first time I saw him on TV, I was like, wow, you're a a medical expert. Sound like you have (laughs) cancer. Um, And yeah, it just kind of has gotten me questioning, as all things have. Uh, a lot of different things. Yeah. And I don't mean it from the sense of saying, well, I question everything now and I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on and I'm going to, you know, be real super skeptical just for the sake of being skeptical. I question because there's a paper trail and the paper trail in a lot of instances, especially today, is so convoluted that you don't know what this person actually believes. You don't know what position they'll ever take because they've taken all sides of the position. Mm -hmm. And as I was saying a little bit ago, talking about, you know, malpractice from a political aspect, medical law aspect, that is intentional malpractice. Yeah, that's um, that's kind of why I was opening it up that way. Sure. Because that is kind of the definition. But when you take all sides of a subject at different times, you can't be pinned down to any one thing. Yeah, can which, you? yeah. And I think from my perspective, and I'm, again, I've, Using using this incorrectly, but I think using this verb incorrectly, um, or maybe I'm not. I have to maybe might look it up. Um, but from a collective perspective, there's different facets that allow for something like that to exist. And you know, as a you know a, a citizen who represents or not represents who elects representatives who are then tasked with my best interest, or the or better yet my best interest by proxy through the best interest of the country. Um, and then those individuals coalesce together to form interest groups and get money and, you know, have influence, undue influence sometimes. 
um, to get people like this individual in a certain position collectively that is malpractice in my mind because it's like okay well if i didn't do the research if i didn't know about this if i haven't been keeping tabs on it if i just read the headlines if i just believe certain far left or far right or middle of the road speakers and i don't ever do any other research and never check those people or question those people then i'm engaging in malpractice well the thing i often wonder is is a lot of this stuff intentional putting people in certain positions or is it just a outgrowth or a consequence of just a long period of incompetence no matter which side of the fence you land on there's these you know there's a lot of people that talk about quote unquote the deep state right and i know that's a fun term these days and it has this kind of you know uh what was the 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 nixon conspiratorial thing at the time deep throat right <laughs> it gives it that whole kind of vibe again know, like another thing no dark one, back alley you well, don't want to you know no one focus grouped that again there's like so many things zero I focus know, group i know that but but the the point is that these bureaucrats these people that ride across many administrations mm-hmm. the administrations are kind of like it's kind of like what i've talked about in the past where you have this this kind of river moving along yeah, whether it's fast or slow, it's indifferent. And you, then you throw these administrations in the middle of the river, and the river kind of diverts around the boulders that you throw in it. But the river goes back to where it's going because you have all these invested, lifelong bureaucrats in place yeah. that have kind of their quasi-own agenda to begin with. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, yeah. I, I don't know, I just... Um, well, it, it, yeah. I'll tell you what, it bothers me, it... It makes me tired. I run out of energy for this kind of thing. You know, in the stamina to keep up with a million different. Oh God, we're being bombed! Yes. <laughs> Don't. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was an F something. Uh, those were done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I, is is there going to be a resurgence of the movie uh, Red Dawn coming God. back? Well, no, probably not because you know we have to remove everything tied to a specific country these days. Because God damn it, it's uh, not the leader; it's all of them. It's everyone. Which I think it's so. Fu- I think it's so funny. It, they all, honestly, bull. Which we need to get to you because you've been gone for decades now. Um, yes, I have. in the turn in, in you know the time of podcast life, um, I find everything hilarious. You say you get tired. I think it's so entertaining because people are just they're making the same mistakes over and over and over again in real time. It's like watching. You ever see? You those ever see like that, a fish? Those that, that do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Well, are but they not? Y- y- sure. But you ever see like a, you ever see like a little f- like I'm looking at the ceiling. You ever see like like those little fish that like you have one thing like a goldfish. You have one mm-hmm. thing in the middle of the bowl, and all does just swim around in circles and circles, and it never realizes that it's swimming around in circles or in circles. Well, it's right? because it thinks it's not alone. Exactly. And so and and so my whole thing is like that's what I see happening in real time. And I, for all I know, because things are like like uh, as uh, Shrek says, uh, like like an onion donkey. Lots of layers. Um, yeah, lots of layers. I could be, you know, in the seventh layer of hell. I'm bad at Scottish right. accents. So um, so Shrek is actually Dante's Inferno. I could be in a, the seventh a, layer of hell of information, yeah. Okay. Just going round and round in circles, forced to toil till eternity. Well, kind of thinking you know, that not, I've made it to I'm the bottom. I'm used to that kind of stuff because bulls are kind of toiling animals mammals are they not that in, unless, unless, that in unless they're trying to kill um people that are you know conquistadors why red 
I don't think it has to do with red. I think that's a miscon. I think that's actually a misconception. Where the like the color red. I think it's just the fact that the conquistadors are annoying and the bulls are angry. I don't think it has well, to do with color they, red. They kind of stab the bulls before that mm-hmm. whole thing happens. Yeah. Matadors. I said conquistadors. That'd be those. Those were yeah from <laughs> Spain and I meant matadors. Yeah, all the. <laughs> <laughs> Those darn conquistadors. Uh, how did the mines go, with the how did the mines go out of? <laughs> well, Montezuma got his revenge, so yeah. um, at least temporarily. But yeah, aren't, aren't bulls colorblind? I don't think red. I have no idea. I Another thing, thing, if you had your phone, you could look up. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm, I'm old, so I'm not in depth enough. Well, yours is like in a leather up. case. It looks like a book. That's because I remember the 70s, yeah. and I like One old books. brown leather. Yeah, books. Because that's kind of you remember mind. books. <laughs> I, re- I remember. <laughs> Binders. I remember books. books. You remember books? I remember books. <laughs> I remember when everybody learned how to do actually things. write cursive. And me too. I was Other the last. Than your signature. No, we did the whole alphabet. I was You're the... kidding me. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. You I'm, are, I'm, you are I'm the last. Wolfie. No, I'm not. I was the last iteration of a good hear, way hey, of doing audience, things. Did you hear that? He was sort of rejecting the idea that he's getting old. No, no, That's no. That's a sign I said, for somebody I'm, No, old. I'm not. I already am old. You can't get old. Like you're When you're old, you're the old. The problem is you're an older soul than you are a person anyway. Maybe. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't be caring about Dr. F and the rest of the game. Well, it's not that I care. It's that, because well, here's the thing, is I don't think you have to be old to give a shit about, like, truth um and i don't mean in the sense that you have like because here's the the problem i have with the whole truth aspect because it's a it's like with the other discussions that i've had with beowulf and you where it's like we're getting to like the tip of the iceberg and then truth itself is such a complex understanding and ideology and way of doing things that you'll never understand it fully right you know what i need you know what we need in the world today jesus christ and if that too <laughs> that too and me, nfts Non-fungible truths. That's right. Yeah. Forget the token part of it. Non-fungible truths. But that, but that, That's yeah. what we really need. Well, then they get the philosophy of truth, and there's no, like, they say there's no but baseline. You know me. I'm always talking about everything's gray, right? Yeah. There's a million. But the, the, the problem with that philosophy is that if you get further away from something that's gray, a line, right? If you get, if there's somebody draws a line on a piece of paper, if you want to see it as gray, in, in black, if yeah. they draw it on a white piece of paper, you get very close to it and it turns gray. Mm. Further away from it, it, it turns black. black. So it's all about the distance we are from our challenges, our problems, or our truth. Which, to segue into the message of everything technological is evil that I've been saying for a long time, is we don't know anything anymore because we're too close to the information. We need to go far away. What we need to do is go far away and understand the pillars. Yeah. And that's the, it. The things that, that keep our compass manifest, directionalized. Manifest destiny, except with space. Manifest and, destiny. And manifest, manifest space, space me. Space me. Uh, and with that being said, I'm going to say that this is episode 39. Um, Even correction if, it if it's not. So for the listeners, if it says episode 40, you've been duped. This is episode 39 in my mind. And Actually, because listeners, you've been duped for a very long time. You've been time. duped for a very long time. <laughs> and because I am the I'm the president of Wolf and Bull Enterprises, that's and the right. bull over here is a CEO, I unilaterally take my 49 nine percent share and with the other two percent share with beowulf i well no because that yeah two percent because it's even it would be an even split i take that as it as as the 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 alpha yeah and i exert uh, math and i exert (laughs) my power to say that now it is episode 39 even if it is episode 40 congratulations 39a then we can let it's fine we can continue it doesn't matter all these episodes sequential it doesn't matter time time is is a big circle it's a big circle this is just an FT, a fungible truth. Yeah, exactly. Because right? I make the truths now. Um, this is the kind of stuff that, as I said, 
I need more energy for it. Yeah, you need to. Well, Usually you're drinking we water. Want, well, we you gotta. Isn't that the best energy? Yeah, We've that's why you need that. to down H2O, all of it. Baby. I've already drank H2O. all of mine. It's been I don't know well, how many minutes, and it's well, gone. You're, you know, wolves kind of lap up everything very quickly. You know, As bulls, a, we want to like engage in his roll in the water, sit matador in, defeat him, sit in mud. Yeah, <laughs> sit, no, that would be a <laughs> no. Bulls do that too. Cows and bulls do that. Yeah, well, they I'm do. a bull. Don't tell me what I can't. Bovines do that. Um, I didn't even intro. We've been in like five to six, maybe 10 minutes now, and I haven't even introed. Welcome to episode 39 and or 40, but because I made the executive <laughs> decision 39, um, it, this is the Wolf and Bull podcast. We have been back after a weird hiatus of time. So for those of you who are looking for a sequential release date of future episodes, you have one, and I will have it out every day at the same time. Um, and this week, we might have two. Is um, that an NFT, non-fungible time? Sure, sure. That maybe. FT? Well, I want to specifically release in a certain day, and we've been <laughs> kicking around that idea, and then yeah, you're right here, absolutely. move away. Um, if you like what you hear, go ahead and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You can also go ahead and listen to us regularly on Spotify. I believe we are also found on Anchor.fm and everywhere, all the baby. other... Well, most most, ev- most other I podcast streaming services. I was in Times Square streaming not services. too long ago, and I was looking up at that giant screen right downtown New York at Times Square and there it was not us your face there it was <laughs> just your face <laughs> it was, um it was a big mirror it <laughs> should be a weird marketing thing um be great actually yeah it would be um you can see how small you are relative to everyone else um but uh yeah if you uh if you like we hear feel free to join the wolf and bull family uh because we have now moved um states countries worlds into a new place that is now uh more legitimate and larger we have a studio that is being put together that is more legitimate and we'll have cameras and all that stuff in the future so things will get a lot better um well maybe not They're my good now they'll get better they, though they are you know what i've got to tell generally you, i've while you and beowulf have been doing some things i've been listening in and I, I find it very exciting to hear <clears throat> your conversations mm-hmm. and going back and forth in debating different subjects and the, the flavor that she adds to things. And yeah. and again, I've been demanding this for quite some time, but I think there should be... Well, it's, you only have separate. 49%, so because of that, I mean, you can only get... <laughs> I can demand <laughs> and demand, but I, I get over, overruled all yeah, the time. Yeah. But I've, I've continued to, to impress upon these two the need for a additional content specifically designed around things that Beowulf likes to talk about and then you like to to intervene commentate on commentate on I've got I'm liking this gravelly voice you're bringing in like you should give you a cigar and just like maybe you could grow a mustache we've got to do that we've got to get down to that cigar bar again and and uh indulge in that'd be yeah yeah I'm down um yeah I mean what are we what are we talking about well Well, first of all wait a sec where have you been where have you been what have you been doing? If I tell you, I'll have to kill you. Well, that doesn't answer Well, every once in a while, I do get the call. I do. I, like you know, Robert Shovelface Pattinson? Well, no. I'm talking, you know, <laughs> you remember we had a guest on a couple times ago. That, yeah. That was the last one I was on for God knows how long. And there, there was a reason behind that. I had to, you know, I, I have some connections and I had to pull one of those cards to, to get him to come on and converse with us a little bit. Mm. And there, 
for those out there that are listening, you might want to go back and listen to that podcast in conjunction with podcast number 3, 5, 7, and 11. And then if you guys can figure out the codes that we put in there, there will be something special down the road for those that write in and tell us what you've discovered. So again, the podcast with Duke Adams, then three, five, seven, and 11. You made an executive decision because I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't even know. No idea. Wolf it's okay. Was, Wolf was lying again, but that's okay. But but I, I some things, there's been so many world events going on. It's it's almost, I, I mean, so so much chaos at all the t- all the time that chaos mm-hmm. has become our norm, right? We move from one emergency to another, it seems, across the world spectrum, and the information comes tumbling at us so quick that we can't even keep up with it. But one of the things that, that I've been thinking about a lot lately, and there's a, a number of subjects while I've been on my <clears throat> hiatus, but the fact of the matter is is that energy in general is an interesting subject. It's very, like most of the subjects we talk about, you can go off in a million different directions, but the direction I thought we could go into today and have a little dialogue and a discussion about it is energy as both a tool and a weapon, uh, not on a local stage, but on an international stage, and, and how to look at energy, how to develop context for looking at geopolitical strife and determine... <laughs> I'm, the wolf is over there baring his teeth. And that's a really funny, funny thought that I'll say in a second. Well, oh, you go right ahead because so, that's what we're going to dive into a little bit. So we're talking about... <laughs> so you got little wiener dogs, right? <laughs> They're infused with Red Bull. And then on the side, with Red what? Bull Energy. With what? Red Energy Drink. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're infused with a very popular energy drink that we are not sponsored by. Um, and then they've got little missile rocket launchers on the side of them. And that's what we mean about hey, there energy was a, there was a, used as a source of energy and as a weapon. Well, there there was a movie. I wish I could remember the name of it. It's back in the, like, the 60s or the very last... It's a very famous movie. I don't know. Wiener Dog Revenge, The Last Snitchling. That was a good one, too. (laughs) But no, no, they they had uh, Rip Torn, I think, was the actor. And he was riding a missile. His name was Rip Torn. Yeah. Rip, R-I-P. He was very damaged. Torn. (laughs) That was his name. If you had your phone, you could look it up. But you don't. Things exist. We may be in the late 70s again. That was not his stage name. That was his real name. His parents, you know, were quite funny. They were clowns in Ringling Brothers, (laughs) Barnum and Bailey. They were paper distributors. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, rip. Yeah, They worked worked in Scranton, Pennsylvania, by the way. That's terrible. That's terrible. Come on. Give me a clap for that. At least that's a better joke than the last one. Oh, there you that's go. That's terrible. You said a clap. I gave no, you a clap. Scranton. Yeah, I know. I understand. I'm you just, just totally I'm thinking about you know Rip what, Torn. audience out there, I hope you... Oh, forget it. Yes, you right. know, you, 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 right. your message has been ripped and torn. It, it is. It's, it's, that, <laughs> I just... His name is so dumb. I. That was his name. Rip Torn. There's not a lot of... Well, no, that there was a are a lot name. of I mean, John Wayne's name dumb. was not John Wayne. Yeah, but John Wayne sounds... Well, he's got two first names, but still... Do you remember his real name? No. 
old man Wayne? No. <laughs> if you had your phone, you could look I, up his I, real name. I don't know why you keep holding this over my head. You have a book over there. It looks well, like a Bible. Your phone looks like a mini it. pocket Bible. Like It <laughs> looks like you stole a mini pocket Bible from one of those skeevy Oops. hotels, was, and now you're using of, it as a phone. Instead of looking something up, I was about ready to... To, send to talk email. about First Peter. Oh my uh, God! How, what the heck do I have here? It's a Bible, clearly. Oh my God! What? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway, his first name was like Wesley or something. No, not Wesley. Uh, oh. Well, now we don't know. No, it, well, you open your Bible again. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. Are you, Siri, what is John Wayne's real name? That's creepy. If anybody didn't hear that, his name was Marion. Everyone heard that. Marion. Everyone heard, yeah. yeah. And Siri's very concise and clear with uh, their yeah. tonality. With the headphones on, I couldn't hear it. But, yeah. but anyway, my, my whole point of this message today is that the, the, the energy is such a big subject out there. Mm-hmm. Our older world is changing very rapidly. And if you think, so it's, it's 2022, and... It's only really been slightly over a hundred years that the civilized world has developed its reliance on carbon-based energy. Mm-hmm. And well, well, let, let's let's start it this way. You know, there are a lot of different. Go ahead, go ahead. First question, interject. real question. Mm-hmm. The real question for people in my, our audience, but a question for you in specifics: Do you believe? Yes. Okay. Well, I have no idea what you're going to say. I was going to say, are you on a the 50 shot? Are you on the side of people who believe that we can achieve energy independence with the offerings we have available today, as in the things we're moving towards with all the giant windmills and the sun? Or do you believe that we should switch away to something, and I'm not going to say which side I'm on, but you could probably guess, um, to. Uh, different forms of technology that are seen well, as taboo. Well, I, I, like human labor. Like, <laughs> like sweat equity, baby. Wiener dog. No, I, wiener dog missiles. That's, I think that would solve all the world's problems. Wiener dog missiles. If you saw a giant, a giant wiener dog being shot out of a cannon... Uh, that'd be pretty messy, but I think that might stop people from shooting at each other. It's a little helmet, <laughs> a little, a little, little cone, helmet, a little missile. The cone. ears flapping in the wind. <laughs> hey, that is your kin. Uh, no, it's not. No, well, uh, it's a long it's a, ways away from wolf. It's an abomination, is what it is. <laughs> it's definitely long, weird body and short, stumpy little legs on a big old head like the corgis. What the hell were we talking about? We were talking about energy, and I, I asked that, you but... if you were on the side oh, of. Yeah. It, no, I'm on the side of thinking. Are you a musker or are you a Vladimir Putiner? Well, who in the right mind is going to say they're a Vladimir Putin? Someone who understands the necessity of nuclear uh, well, here's technology. Here's what I believe. In. Now, we've talked about this before. I'm an incrementalist. Okay. Okay. That doesn't mean I'm a turtle. He likes counting that, numbers. No. Oh, tortoise and the hare. Let's just yeah. say that since I said turtle. Tortoise and the hare story is so important. Because it tells, it gives you the message that you stay on course true and you stay on course at a certain pace and you're going to be the one that wins the race. Mm. That's what that whole thing is about, yeah. right? It's like the grasshopper it, and the ant, right? Or the scorpion and the frog. That's a whole <sighs> different story entirely, yeah. right? Yeah. So, it, so what is our nature is part of that story. Hmm. So the tortoise's nature in this case is to just plot along. Hmm. I'm not a plotter. I like innovation. I like technology. 
I like that we are in a world where we are living in this bubble in the in North America here in the United States that allows us to think ahead and want to go to Mars and want to put up satellites for everybody to to be able to hit their phones and get whatever information they want and wants electric vehicles to sustain certain segments of our society. But I don't think any of that should happen, hmm. honestly, in my lifetime. But in the speed in which it's happening. But you believe you, that human sized hamster wheels are a viable option for generating enough energy. They absolutely are if you have create. enough to feed the hamsters. Yes. Yes. Hmm. So the question You didn't answer is, my question though. But you know where all the food for hamsters comes from? Ukraine. Petco. Ukraine. Yeah. So, so I don't know what bit I'm doing. I'm sorry. I I, don't know what bit you're doing either, but, but to your point earlier, all this stuff is hilarious now in a horribly dark way because Mm, our world, our world has intentionally through civilized parties been diminished in size. I don't mean an actual size in, in information overload in being able to be tied together economically. A lot of people believe that tying countries together economically is the way to avert hot wars. Mm -hmm. Well, we're starting to see that isn't true. Yeah. But the implications of these types of things and the diminishment of any country's ability to decide for itself who to go after, who to not go after, who to defend, who not to defend, all these other things has downstream implications that Mm -hmm. affect all of us. And that's really what I want to talk about with energy because energy can be, I think the best um, definition really of energy is the ability of an object to do work. Hmm. The ability of an object to actually do work. It may exist in potential, kinetic, thermal, electrical, chemical, nuclear, or other various forms in accordance with the work energy theorem, the work done is stored in the energy of a body. And all that means is that there's always energy. Energy, the law of conservation. A conversation with that. Hello, energy. How are you? Oh, I'm doing just fine. How are you? (laughs) The, The law of conservation of energy is that it can be converted in form, but never created and never destroyed. Hmm. That means our our whole universe is full of this energy and everything we see and do and manipulate, whether we're talking about internally or externally, you have to create, absorb, uh, throw off, turn something into a process, whatever it is. Hmm. It all has to do with energy. Now that's the big view, right? The, 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 The view I wanted to try to dig into is the implications of energy as a tool or as a weapon. Yeah, because that is today. That's what we're seeing geopolitically right now. We're seeing people that are looking at the United States and the energy independence that we've had for several years based on our ability to to frack and do some other things that we'll talk about. And they're seeing our desire, maybe not as a country, but as a a minority, I believe, (laughs) excuse me, a minority of people Mm. guiding the ship wanting to convert to something that's more sustainable. Yeah. Which I do believe that whether people think so or not, we contribute to the problem, but we also contribute to the solution with some things that are problematic. And that's the nature of human beings. We do that all the time. We invent things and then we look back years later and say, God, I wish we wouldn't have vetted it this way instead of that way because yeah. it would have done something better for us versus worse. But you can never decide that ahead like of time. we invented books 
and then we invented TikTok, and then no one reads anymore. So <laughs> now, well, like, darn, we should have maybe never invented books and instead first invented TikTok only to result in inventing books. Well, I, I told the story once upon a time ago of being long ago uh, working in a grocery store mm-hmm. and bagging groceries. And I remember being there when we converted that store in a little town of Michigan from paper bags to plastic bags. Yeah, you got to be careful, by the way, using like the bagging things and using the term bagger. It's no longer an appropriate term. It's bagger? <laughs> extreme distribution expert <laughs> is the right. actual appropriate term. I don't term. want to appropriate. Well, they're the being paid bagger. $85 an hour now, so we got to oh, give them God. the respect that they need. Um, yeah, well. Yeah, that's how it that's got, a whole that's how that goes. different their energy direct allocating energy money in the form of directional incentive <laughs> work in order to move things from point A to point B. Well, I think the problem now is they're getting paid for uh, we've always been paid to work. And as I just defined energy, mm. right, it had to do with work output. So you got paid for your output. Yeah. The problem we have now is people are getting paid for giving no output. Yeah. So what's having what's happening is you're creating dollars over here or <clears throat> some kind of currency, some kind of value, and you're giving it away to someone for not reciprocating any value. Mm-hmm. That equation doesn't work for long. You have to give value for something of same value. <laughs> Excuse me. And if you're giving value for something of diminishing value, then sooner or later the balance equation will it'll balance itself. Yeah, and that's what happens with inflation. It's called poor. Well, yeah, that's what happens is everyone gets poor. People are just as freaking poor. Yeah. People don't get that. No, if you had a hundred dollars today, uh, no, compared to a hundred dollars ten years ago, less than that, five years ago, it, that hundred dollars is worth further. about sixty mm-hmm. in value. Yep. Forget what it can buy or can't buy because the things have changed in how they're created, how they're made, where they're mm. brought in, all those kinds of things. So cre- so something that Not might that have cost fast, a dollar to make before might cost 60 cents to make now. Well, yeah. But, but you're, you're still paying the dollar for it. Yeah, because... Because your value is only 60 cents. Yeah, so the people saving, which be careful here because this is where people will be like, well, that's why people are greedy. People are saving more in manufacturing, maybe. Not really. Um, but then you're still paying that dollar, obviously. So I guess for those of you who are listening who just have no idea how a dollar works, it, your money is worth less today than it was two years ago is all we're saying. Yes. Um, but the the counter argument to that is our ability to increase technologies and usage of outsourcing, insourcing, backsourcing, different manufacturing techniques, efficiencies, <clears throat> you know, Six Sigma or the, all the different million ways to squeeze the ability to create something mm-hmm. into lower and lower cost profiles makes it feel like we're wealthier. Kind so of. it's a cost of living issue that we're really talking about. Yeah. So what what you have to do is you have to define a base of living cost. And you have to define that over a certain period of time. And then you have to gauge the value of whatever money you're using across that to determine whether or not it's it's fitting the bill or not yeah and I, you know in some ways i understand that we've had this discussion before about california how there used to be this desire to be in these little tiny cookie cutter houses yeah. thousand square feet no air conditioning nothing and that was 
like the best well, place in the world. Yeah, yeah, Wagyu steaks used to be pulled right off of trees and yes. water was back then it was only about five dollars um for a cup and now it's about nine hundred. Um yeah. I, I was, remember a day when nobody had a bottle of water. Yeah. It's because you guys water were was drinking from streams weird. that were clean already and correct. By the way, I learned an interesting fact the other day that about two hundred years ago people were more prone to be drinking alcohol at any, any given time as opposed to actual water because it was safer to be imbibed than it was to drink dirty water. Well when I was including over, children by I the was way. over in a uh, a pretty decent sized city in China. Mm-hmm. This was a number of years ago during a different pandemic. By 2019, the way. you were there in 2019. No, 2019, no, you were there in Wuhan. Yeah, you escaped. You escaped the the my, the, my name is the lab. My name is, is Joff. Ah, uh, gotcha. Gain of G- yes, Joff, Joff. Yeah, that you were. You Joffrey. had a bunch of. <laughs> Pangolins, <laughs> my quote, favorite unquote, animal that I have no idea what the hell starting is. Starting a pangolin fight club. I was I was over there studying a pangolin club right in front it's, of it's like a, a fight lab. club for small animals. <laughs> yeah, pangolins for pangolins. Are who pangolins want... like penguins? I don't even know. What no, a they're is. like a weird little like I want to say it's like a rodent, but it's like and a apparently weird they kinda... eat bats. Is that the, the no deal? no oh. people? We, we couldn't even get it straight then. They didn't know if it was bats or if it was pangolins. They just thought someone you know. Got no one should eat bats. According to a, an incredible comedy show, you know, a man oh, named Stan that. got funky with a bat. Oh but, you know, God, I, I, I just want to go. That's uh, hilarious, that's... absolutely hilarious. But we don't even know. No one even I knows. I used to hate that show, and it's, I got watching they are it. Perfect. It's perfect. I, I hate it because I thought it was just too out of bounds. No, you know, it's like it's right it's, on. It's right always in the middle been zone. Right, right on the it, money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they are the one of the few hilariously biased but also hilariously accurate uh, producers and uh, creators in the industry. Um, but yeah, no, I think energy, especially interesting right now when we're talking about our source of energy and the energy within the world and how there's a major push. And there has been a major push to stopping the end of the world since 1979, which was going to happen in 10 years. And it's been happening in 10 years uh, for about 60 years, right. um, which is always funny because it's like, well, when's the 10 years going to end up? Because am I really 10 or am I two? Well, you, you then, know, it's, it's you know, funny because you go, you can, you can research this all the way back to biblical times mm. in how some of the people that were writing the books of the New Testament, mm. some of the books of the New Testament were, were talking about the end of the world at that time because they thought it was nigh. Yeah. It was going to happen right then. That was 2,000 yeah. years ago. And, and that's been true. Well, Greta was history. around back then. Greta was around screaming at adults. Greta, Greta. How dare you? How dare you? Dare you? you like the you gotta echo say with more of a Scandinavian. I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you gotta I don't, work uh, on your no, yeah, kind of Scandinavian yeah. voice. But I, you know, see, my thing is, I'm more about why just eliminate. Why do? You, and this goes beyond our talk about energy. This goes to. There's a lot of social implications that feed this same kind of narrative. Narrative, but there's this, there's this entire philosophy now that we have to eliminate. Mm-hmm. Get rid of whatever it is somebody has deemed through crowd. What is it? What's the psychological term when the people go nuts in a crowd? They all. It's not group say think. Crowds. Yeah, group think. I was going to say Someone crowd say sourcing, ma- but that's a little different. Someone say mob mentality. Fa- formation. Mob no, mentality. Formation psychosis, but we can't say that anymore. Why can't we say that? Oh, it's not a real thing. I thought that was people. the way it was termed, really. Formation mm-hmm. psychosis. No, 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 no. Originally, so, that's a relatively new-ish term. Yeah. Well, um, I, my whole point, though, is I don't understand 
the overall philosophy of just taking and eliminating stuff when you should be taking a look and saying innovate because that's what we've done as human species our entire existence yeah. is we've we've taken the circumstances around us at first it was circumstances of no cause of our own you know the sun's beating on us the trees are overhead the, whatever we're living in a cave or a hut or whatever it is we take those circumstances and when you adapt to them yeah you're nimble animals you figure out how to survive how to thrive first to survive then to thrive right yeah and then you change over time as you develop new processes you go from you know hunting and gathering to just farming i mean that that a lot of people believe that was the biggest leap of our civilization of all times is farming. But you can argue that in another day. My whole point is why burn it down to start it over? Why not take and innovate? Because in today's society, when you talk about getting green and moving and transitioning our economy to something that, that is more sustainable for our world, God, I honestly don't have a lot of problem with that except that it, you got to take into consideration the big picture. And I don't mean the state of California. I mean, the global, the, the whole thing. Well, I think the question that I have, and whenever people use certain words, I always, my ears always prick up because those words don't mean what they mean. Um, sustainability. I've never had anyone ever really explain what the fuck that means. Because if you want to talk about sustainability, you know, people are like, well, when you start building houses differently, you know, what's naturally sustainable is using wood to build houses because wood is a natural, you can grow it sustainable again. resource. This goes back to um, my bagging thing. Yeah. Which is hilarious because it's like, okay, well, if we're talking about things that support themselves, what's funny about the earth is there's a lot of things on earth that are actually sustainable by like just virtue of being in existence um animals prime example we can i don't know like birth them and so it's like i don't know like i look at things like Hopefully energy you can't birth them. i can birth animals um that's the next movement is men birthing animals <laughs> you know you laugh now don't you, you no i'm not being now. serious it's gonna be the next one um and i'm gonna be the first um i'm pro animal rights um, pro animal choice. Um, so, uh, my whole thing is like, I look at things like energy and I, I see all these movements to giant windmills that I used to have as a child that like, uh, you know, at the circus or at theme parks. Um, and those are fine and dandy until you look at the data of what they actually do and how much they actually cost and how many avian species we are just decimating out of existence, which are by the way, are important, important to the ecosystem. And then you look at something like solar, which is it's a good idea and I like it a lot. And I think solar batteries are one of the next steps in iteration of energy, you know, resource and harnessing energy. But then on the other end of the spectrum, then there's also geothermal and nuclear. And for some reason, because people saw a bunch of movies uh, and, you know, tend to believe that we should all eat bugs. Um, they don't want to go in that direction, even though that well, would be the answer. Bugs now, by the way, they're, they're being integrated into all kinds of food stuff. Well, there's always bugs. I mean, no, well, no, I no, mean, I understand. Yeah. On purpose, like yeah. large quantities of grasshoppers <laughs> well, and things like that. Like yeah, that. because they're trying you know to cut why? Corners. Back to your point. Well, cutting corners, yes, but guess what's more sustainable than a cow? Bugs. Bugs. But, Very much easier. But again, though, just because it's easier doesn't mean we should. So it's yeah. also it's easier to just, I don't know, cannibalize yourself. Because oh, <laughs> then you don't have to deal with the toil of living anymore. I have grown... Um, to I've, a point where I can now start eating this. He calf. killed him. He committed suicide by eating himself to death. You know what? I think that's probably been done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate to say it, but probably. I'm sure somebody yeah. did it somewhere. But, yeah. you know, the, he the, was the in funny jail. thing is you just mentioned yeah. a half a dozen very interesting things. So, so there's, 
the, the kind of way I look at it, you, know, you can't really, you got to kind of blend everything together in a way. But to, for this purpose of this discussion, maybe we should talk about kind of old energy, new energy, right? We could go way back and go old. Let's start a fire, right? Let's sure. light a fire and, and let's enslave people and well, make that, them build the pyramids. Human energy. <laughs> Do you think the pyramids would have gone up without a lot of energy? They went right? up with alien technology and we can't they, prove it. They had to use energy from something, didn't they? Aliens. Alien but energy. no, it's been proven. Alien energy quote, used human. Proven. Well, I've seen a lot of documentaries on that too. There, there's a million different things. My like, favorite's the guy but, with the hair. The scientist, oh, the him. meme, he's, he's the great. best one. He's, I, he's an ancient alien. He's done, he's done that on purpose. Yeah, they don't do that show anymore. I'm they confi- don't? I've seen the reruns. There's, yeah, they, I yeah. don't think, they think that show is canceled, specifically because of him. He, he <laughs> just <laughs> went down and sat down, and he's like, oh, yeah, how do you want your hair done? Uh, you want like something professional? No, just give me a bunch of hair gel, <laughs> and I'm not pull my hair out like it's one of those little well, uh, he's just going the Tesla Einstein coil route, balls. Right? He's going the Einstein route. Yeah. Just saying, hey, so you got you to have something to carry. Yeah, Einstein and, was just and, tired. Hey, he just got you to talk about it. Yeah. Of course, you didn't Where remember his name. Where is he today? I don't know. He's somewhere. He's somewhere in a hair salon right well, now. I wonder if he's... <laughs> I wonder if he knows the answer. Well, there's... The, the thing is, is you mentioned a whole bunch of different things just mm-hmm. now. Some old energies, some new energies, batteries, solar power, windmills, animals, oil, gas, animals... Yeah. Flatulation, fires, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, we could harness a lot farts. of energy. Gone. We, Why don't, don't we you harness think we farts? do? Well, apparently, we need to. We, we could harness You got to be able farts. to sequester that. There's people, there are experiments that have been done about sequestering yeah. flatulation from bovines. If we and could, I take that very personally. Well, here's the thing so, that answers all the questions for, because I like steak. People are like, ah, you shouldn't have steak. You should eat this peanut soy meat concoction that's unhealthier for you than steak, proven by fact, because um, that makes you healthy. Why not just put a big old balloon above all the cows in a, like one area and create an illusion as if they're outside, give them plenty of free-roaming area, just spend the money. It could be like a giant balloon we of cow farts. We just go back farts. to using Zeppelins, and we exactly. fill those things and then, with where's cow Musk, Where's Musk on right? this? Because he could harness this and then put it into one of those energy sources for maybe, a Tesla maybe that's what he's via doing. electricity. He's going to create a, a, a solar sail with a... Farts. Yes. Imagine going to Mars... <laughs> <laughs> on on we the have power made it to of Mars, farts. on the power of Bessie. Why would that would be the and greatest? That's why they had that story a long time ago that said the cow jumped over the moon. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All sorts back around. I think that that would be fairy tales. No one would ever be able to criticize him again. His last name's Musk. There's a He's weird Musk here. It is. It's the power <laughs> of flatulence. But you know the, the funny thing is, is people talk about. Number one, if you've ever driven across a place with a lot of these windmills. Oh, it's beautiful. I'm, I'm I love sorry. it. sorry. It is just, it's number great. one, they put them on all moonscapes. Yeah. Anyway, you know, they, it, or middle of prairies and things like that. And there's a lot of different thoughts about putting them offshore. Why can't like, we just put them? But they're just eyesores. Why can't we just put them in Washington, D.C.? Right on the Capitol building. <laughs> there's more hot wind there than anywhere else. So. Yeah, that'd be great. They could yeah. just <laughs> get you. It wouldn't be so power the entire land yeah. every time. The, I just don't know every time the, the next president, whoever it is, that before anytime they go for a speech, those those windmills just start. Well, ripping. you wouldn't have to worry about or, like Trump or and even his toupee, we could, right? We could run the entire thing. We need to harness the non fudgeable fun fudgeable. Non, <laughs> there's no fudge here. Non fudgeable fun. Fun. It's like fun and but not fun. 
We need to harness the power and energy of lies. That's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> no, what we should do is we should use the power of like what actual science. We're going to get serious. Science. science. Actual medical science. We'll follow the science, as everyone says, and we'll use the, uh, the ability that we have to create cells and then we could like implant like a little cell on every one of our politicians noses so when they start to lie their nose grows longer like Pinocchio the, Pinoc- the Pinocchio cell this the, the the nose itself will get out like be little better. farts out of the I think nose it'd be better to just have their nose hair grow that would be great yeah. oh my God. some of them would look fantastic they could twirl them into mustaches yeah, it would be great you and know the science guy that you just talked about could yeah. use some of that stuff and it'd be freaking fantastic like raleigh fingers man yeah just yeah. just i can imagine just the nose hair you know, from man and woman and non-denominational alike all the way down to their toes non-denominational is that yeah, what you, that's my new term that's for new it. term? it's no like longer that. non-binary it's just non-denominational, non-denominational. people look at gender and sex as if it's like some sort of prescribed theology and i'm just gonna say that it's just a denomination of some theology uh, some religion well denomination non-denominational non-denominational they're just i and i yeah, am so so and see that you know the it's a different subject, way of saying subject things. matter is yeah it all collides in the same place it does. Yeah. It all yeah, collides. It yeah. yeah. But it collides and none of the energy is ever lost. It's just converted. Yeah. It's converted into truth. It's converted into lies. It's converted into windmills. It's converted into solar. Well, and, and it's converted into <coughs> dinosaur shit. And it's converted into your gas and your Well, tank. And here's the thing that I, I just really don't understand is why is it that we... <sighs> There's so many cooler ideas... So many cooler things, yeah. like imagery-wise, like just from an energy perspective, they're so cool. But then we've got the dunce caps of society <laughs> just wanting to do the dumbest possible thing ever. Gee, wouldn't it make sense if we went back 400 years and used the power of windmills? Like, what? you think that we would be... You know, doing things that were shown in science fiction, like in the good way, as opposed to like idiocracy, where there's just piles of trash, like they all imagine That's the world to be like. We always want to do well, it before we have the technology well, to do no, it. No, but it's not. We have, but no, the point now is we have the technology. We've had, we have had for decades the technology to do this shit. And people just don't want to acknowledge that because they're so busy thinking that their windmill or their solar energy thing, which is ahead of its time, by the way, solar is ahead of its time. Windmill is not, and look, people windmill? say windmill, no, Dutch, or, yeah. And people and people say, look, look, like, you, well, what about fossil fuels? Um, our technology for all of that is way further along than you think it is, because you're not an expert in that area. And I'm going to use the the thing here that people use all the time. You should follow the science. Well, you should follow the science across all areas and stop listening to just one person who is an expert in one area and listen to other experts in another area, because you can't pick and choose. And if you want to talk about energy, what pisses me off is had we have not listened to I don't know Mother Russia. And not paid attention to them like they were the end-all be-all of technological advancement. In the USSR, a broke communist nation, they're still broke. Had we had not paid attention to them and had we had not paid paid attention to the non-crisis of Three Mile Island, because it was a non-crisis. No one died. Nothing occurred. We stopped it. Had we have not freaked out about this, we'd be further ahead. 
Well, men would be you, able to have to think about more than one gender. They could have four genders physically. You could have a bunch Not of boobs day, on your head. You could have a bunch of wieners <laughs> on your face, a bunch of buttholes on your chest. It would be fantastic. But no, we are you know, all the, we're, we're just sure slowly moving around. Particular visual. Well, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> but you would be able to how we have gone nuclear, how we have actually keep but doing the, it. But the thing is, is, is we're so worried about nuclear energy in this mm, country. Yeah. But we, how many missiles do we have? No one knows. Thousands no one knows. Thousands well, and thousands. Well, they'll look at that and they'll say, well, that's a problem too. Yeah. No one's ever said it's not a problem. Yeah. That, and that's, I mean, it's all about risk, right? Risk reward. Is it? Risk tolerance. And, yeah. Well, yes, it In is. their minds. It's always about that. Think about this mm. last two years. You, no. People, think about all the I agree politicians saying zero. Yeah. That's, that's the number. Yeah. That's the important number. Yeah. Get everything down to zero. Yeah. It's always funny. Really? Is that even possible? No. That doesn't mean you don't set it as a goal. Of course, nobody wants anybody to die. Well, the goal we is all not, do, don't we? The goal is you not know? death. Non, th- that was never, ever the goal. It was implied, but that was... I, yeah, that, well, you and I know than, this. <laughs> excuse me. It's more than implied. Yeah. That's a, Right now, I, I on a side subject to do with energy and yeah. the highways and, and our, our wonderful leader of DOT is, you know, Pete, Mayor Pete he's wants zero fatalities. Very, very qualified. He's very qualified. He is very qualified. I, I watched a TV show the other day. Keep saying he's in qualified. In the background, it had a it had a rail from east coast to west coast, mm-hmm. and it said Buttigieg Station. And I went, "Oh my god!" I just went and turned everything why, off. Why? Because what what are they doing? What does everybody seem to be doing? Throwing up flags to get little pointers to well, do a look. I don't even care about that. It doesn't matter whether I like him, don't like him, any of that. <clears throat> My whole point goes going back to where I was a few minutes ago is this whole idea that you must completely crush and collapse everything around you yeah. to start building it back with little Legos. Yeah, but little green Legos. But, you know what, by the way, you know what Legos are made out of? Plastic. Cow farts. Oh, damn. Got it. Plastic. Yeah. Do you know what big windmill your turbine house. wings are made out Plastic. of? Plastic, yeah. Plexiglass. Yeah, you know. Where do you think all this shit comes from? Yeah, I know. And 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 I think the thing, like, because you're you're right, but I think the problem, and this is for anyone who's not a, uh, who's not brainwashed, because um, look, there might be people, there might be people listening who are on the other end of the spectrum. You can be brainwashed in all sorts of ways. I like I've said before, I'm black pilled. I'm brainwashed to think that everyone's full of shit and everything's terrible. Um, which it, to a certain degree has its merits and benefits because I look at someone like a Buddha judge and I think, hey, wait a second, you were gone for three months and you. I don't know what you were doing, some stuff with your 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 daddy and uh, literal daddy and having a kid and stuff. Why weren't you at your job? Well, it's probably because you don't know what you're doing and you're full of shit. And I think that about everybody. And but, so but when it comes back to, the, to what we were talking at the very beginning, I know, because those people don't make any difference. You they think make that some. Me, they me, make bites differently. We, you think that the lizard people might be telling him to not do his job so everything falls apart, well, <laughs> and the then lizard they have people a better. Must be the the. Uh, "Quote unquote deep state." We talked about whatever sure. the hell. Maybe, it, maybe Trump's son is a lizard person. Maybe we can, haven't considered how far this goes. Maybe his son is a lizard person, and maybe Joe Biden's great 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 well, maybe, grandson, maybe his son, is an owl person. But I bet you his son's who are son we talking doesn't about t- doesn't take a repair 
or, or take your laptop down to the local he was place to be repaired. Cracked out on Parmesan cheese. Okay, oh, you hey, can't. Who does not love Parmesan love cheese? Snorting Parmesan cheese. You I gotta love Parmesan. Get play, it right plate of pasta nose. out there. That's some great. good. It's some my good favorite. Vodka sauce. Yeah, a little Parmesan. Yeah, yeah. And someone, well, you know, a waiter walks up. Uh, so, would you like some pepper? And uh, yes, you stick your nose up, and he like grinds the pepper in your eyes. It's great. But I guess my point, because you keep talking about how you bring up the fact that like they, they're crushing things to destroy things. And I think the problem is that a big group of people, as I said before, who are not brainwashed by the establishment into thinking that up is down and left is right, um, is that their definition of progress is destruction. And I think that that's at the end of the day, there is a large portion of society who are very vocal and very loud. And all they want to talk about is their wieners and vaginas as opposed to actually solving anything. And look, I don't care. You want to talk about your wiener and vagina. Like I said, if we solved nuclear energy, we would all have multiple wieners and multiple vaginas. <laughs> and we who doesn't so, want that? For God's sake. doesn't want that? So I'm, I do, I am 4D chessing my way ahead of you because that's what's, that's what makes those stupid fucking things possible is this, this outpouring of enlightenment and almost a golden age of energy usage but because we're so focused on conflating everything with the stupid narratives of people who are not intelligent enough to figure out the difference between a wiener and vagina we are stuck here in in like a limbo of smart people and dumb people and then people who are like i'm not smart and dumb but i'm stuck it's terrible let me ask you this ask me ask away secret societies okay okay i know that sounds like a tangent does it follow me i'm following Secret societies can only occur because of time, because of a stretch of time. There's no reason. No, to time have... is a giant circle. Okay, it's a giant let's, circle. Let's put the time argument away for a minute, but let me use this. We'll stretch. You have the only way to create a society mm-hmm. is to have it multi generational, to retain some uh, framework or identity over a period of time mm-hmm. and then it gets a reputation for being a quote-unquote secret society with its own parameters its own understanding its own moral equivalency all that kind of stuff that goes on yeah okay so what i believe is happening in part is that we live in a world now that is all about immediacy partly because of all the information coming at us partly because of the bubble in which our western civilized world lives in and we don't even understand that most of the world does not give a flying about us they don't care well, because they're focused on existing exactly they're focused on the important and you know what those people do they think about their generational change sure. yeah they think okay if we are able to get ourselves over to the u.s as an example just using as a, if we can get over to the u.s and we can figure out a way to work really hard in the fields or something for a period of time and buy one rundown hotel or one 7-Eleven or one whatever and the whole family's going to live in the back and we're okay and we're doing this why because these these people that are doing this are never going to see the 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 fruits of all that labor but their kids or their kids kids might and so what happens now is we have people that that have nothing else better to do than complain about the world from before and all the all the stuff those historical figures did wrong in their lives instead of what they did right. And they they want to change the world. They want to be the the young gal from Norway or Sweden or wherever she's from. And she wants to change the world. And she wants to change it now.
ask ourselves to actually engage in that. So you've got a group of people who are like, I want to be able to fuck all the time and do all I want to with no repercussions. And then because there's no repercussions, I don't want anyone else to ever do that ever again because I want to die. And I think anything that I have should die too. And that's the thing I think about. I don't think it's about destructionism. I think there's a whole group of people in society who just want to fucking die and they want to bring everyone down with them. That's what I think. And it makes it makes no sense because you, you want to talk about all these freedoms. The funny thing, as I've said a second ago, about these different terms and these different words is they don't mean what they mean. Someone will say freedom. What they mean is slavery. Someone will say energy. What they'll mean, they'll mean is, uh, or someone will say, uh, you know, uh, independence. What they mean is dependency. Someone will say peace. What they mean is war. Like this, this whole thing is just, it's, it's a double speak nonsense, 1984 George Orwell bullshit conglomeration of individuals who don't understand the meaning of words and are just saying what people tell them to say there's nothing that's not fungible like we exactly talked about before and, and language that's not true it's just yeah. not true yeah language can adapt and change over time and evolve but that goes back to what i was talking about before incrementalism yeah things change a little well, bit at a time they don't have to change in one fell swoop swoop you've talked about things earlier that were in the the psychological handbook that are gone the next day you've talked about things that were in social media that are absolutely gone the next day. Mm -hmm. You've got people that have a particular view that are completely exed out of that view yeah. and thrown in jail because they have a different view. Yeah. On well, silly ass uh, shit. But but, but follow yeah. me though, and I, I, you're right, the reason that's the case though is because as I've said in criticism to other individuals like celebrities and people in discussions between you and I, specifically a certain generation, they do X which benefits them and then they close the door behind them. And that's what people in our generation are being, in my opinion, indoctrinated to believe that they should have, okay, I'm going to have access to all the information and all the, the luxuries, the, the creature comforts of, of, of the best point in his human history of all time. I'm going to have access to being able to vote for no fucking reason, even though I have no understanding what voting means and no context of who the people are. I'm just going to vote by party ballot because I'm a moron. And they do all that. And then at the very end of it, they say, yeah, and I'm going to close the door behind me. So no one ever again is able to do that. We're going to get rid of all of our energy sources. So we don't have have access to technology like this that works as good as it does because it won't work because we don't have access to technology to be able to the energy sources to be able to pro to propel it we won't have access to the way of thinking because we're going to make everything authoritarian and if you don't agree with us you have to be killed or sent away or exiled we're going to you know have all these different things that we all got to experience but we're going to take away from everyone else and that's what bothers me the most is because i look at all this stuff and i say I'm probably going to be dead one day and I will have one. You know, I'd like to think I'd have kids one day and I don't want them to have a worse life, life than myself because I'm not an, an utter narcissist. And it's, it's just, and uh, a narcissist would say that maybe I am a narcissist. <laughs> um, but I guess my, my point is it just doesn't on the topic of energy, like innovation, like as you were talking about a second ago, does not mean innovation to the public anymore. Because their idea of innovation is going back and using a design from 250, 300, 400, 500 years ago in the form of plastic and thinking that that's not going to have any net negative effect on our energy output or the avian species that are important to the society around them and the environment around them. They're just thinking, oh, this looks nice. This reminds me of Denmark. Big old plastic windmills. Well, the thing is, there's a cycle to all this, too. And eventually we'll get to this. And I know we're going off a string it's off fun. the path as we always do. But going back to the bag analogy, okay? You know what's back now. You got to pay for bags or get a paper bag mm -hmm. in places like California every day. Yeah, because California yeah. is run by nincompoops. But my, my point is, is that's we, we stray down these paths. We go down these things, sometimes too rapidly, sometimes slowly. But we go down these paths and then we see the ramifications in our rearview mirror 
and we adjust incrementally to those things. Well, so two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, three steps back, yeah. three steps forward, whatever the case may be. My, my, my trouble with today is it doesn't happen like that anymore. It happens so rapidly in so scorched earth policy. And I know you can buy business books that talk about that kind of shit and everything, but it's a nonsensical way for a society to move forward because the costs are too heavy. Well, it's, on everybody. Well, it's closing the door behind you. So I mean, just look at the energy cost today. Yeah, it's insane. And I mean, you're closing the door behind you with all these things. So you look at you know when you know the elimination of energy dense materials, like you know, just anything that's energy dense. You think about it. It's it means replacement, as you're saying a second ago. Well, it's funny again, as I've said before a second ago, this discussion is more not. It's about energy, but it's more about how the, the vernacular associated with that doesn't mean what people say it does. Mm-hmm. They'll come to you and they'll say, oh, I'm Greta Thunberg and I'm from Norway and how dare you not listen to the will of the space gods and I'm a Sagittarius and I believe in space racism. And then they'll do all this and all the people who believe the same thing will be like, oh my God, my bleeding heart's bleeding for her or we should do what she says without realizing that what she means is the destruction of modern yes. society. There you that's, got it. And, that's and that's I don't mean the read it, on that. I don't mean it like we go back to using like stone tools. I mean it, you all die. That's what I mean. If we get rid of all this stuff, say for example, we go- Millions well, will die. No, hundreds, bil- no, billions. Let's perhaps. put it with a B. No, no, it's not perhaps. Look at what happened with Texas a few years ago when all their windmills froze. Yeah. You think if that had lasted for a year, they would have lived? And, and you know why they couldn't pull out of that? Because they have curtailed their production of the, the door. baseline energy that we've been using yes. for 100 years. They closed the door behind them. Th- so that's a, a as very I've good said point. a second ago, this is, yes, about energy, but it's about suicide at the end but of the day. But I understand the philosophy. I, I'm going to do point counterpoint because there's, there's an old philosophy. That, uh, there's a uh, saying called burn the boats, right? Mm-hmm. And so you would be an explorer way back and whenever, and you're after this gold and this land, and you go there and you know it took you a long time getting there your crew was miserable you're in a new land it's hot as hell but there's this huge boon of existence right it right in front of you but you have an option behind you mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the philosophy is burn your boat so that you have no other direction to go and i get that corner yourself give yourself one out but we're not the thing is is that's desperate talk well, that's when there is only the option of move ahead or die. Well, but but that's in these people's deluded view of that's existence their, their existence and says manipulative. That? Yes, climate because change. The climate is well, going to nineteen seventy nine. From then, it's been ten years until we're all going to die. It went from Al Gore, who discovered the internet, quote unquote, to saying that you know uh, society is warming and everything's getting warmer and now everything's getting colder and now climate's just generally changing. The question I have for people is why is it that they think that we've now just discovered that the climate has changed and that it is changing. It always has. It's, it always has changed. And when people say, well, the, this is getting worse now. Okay, so if it's getting worse now, as you're saying, we should be adapting and improving the strategies, not completely and totally creating a dependency on strategies that don't work. And so, you know, you talk about like, and I'm, I'm harping specifically on windmill technology because it's stupid. It is the dumbest fucking technology that you could possibly think of because it is entirely dependent upon a certain circumstantial layer of events that propel the fucking windmill to generate energy, but it generates such a low level of energy that in order to have any sustainability, you need the windmill, uh, uh, a land of windmills uh, the size of Texas to to 
which would be terrible by the way. I mean, think about think about the 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 imagery of that. Just a just a giant bunch of windmills for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. And then you look at something like a solar and people say, "Well, yeah, you can power solar if we had just a solar farm in the middle of northern Africa where it gets all the hottest hottest sun." It's, imagine how bad of a problem that will be for airlines. They'll have to avoid that entire fucking area because they'll just incinerate themselves with the amount of freaking uh, energy well, output ever, from ever, the solar. Anytime you've ever driven to Vegas, you see that that oh, yeah. collector. You want to walk amongst that? Oh, my You'll God. Light yourself on fire. You'll be gone. And the birds get killed there. <laughs> Speaking about birds, that, that's not even windmill technology. <laughs> it's, 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 it's all you like, hear <laughs> when you're driving yeah, yeah. down the freeway. You hear <laughs> people driving by, you know, you hear. Bill, there goes another one. There goes the last African. Well, you're in Africa. There goes the last uh, condor. Vegan condor. That's right. Well, and I just, or, I don't know. Uh, but I guess my frustration, and this is your frustration as well, because we think about these things, and I'm sure other people do too, because we're not that much different from everyone, even though we are part human and part animal. That's true. Um, but, you know, the Department of Energy, with all their stupid decisions and strategies, is suggesting, you know, a specific demand for certain minerals that are going to require us to move in a certain direction. And the question that I have for the people that are on board with this, because we have to quadruple all this shit for our green transmit. Why is it green, by the way? Is it just because I plants? Don't know. Why didn't just... they pick something else? We're not using plants. We can't cut down trees anymore. So why would it be green? I... Actually, they, there's a lot of studies that show there's more trees in the world today than there was. Well, because we're replanting them because exactly. it's a renewable resource. Um, and I guess my, my point is it just doesn't, these people who jump on board with these things, the Gretas and the, the Pete Buttigieg's who don't know how to run the Department of Transportation because he was a mayor. Um, and no experience in any forms of transportation. Probably one of the most underqualified individuals in the government right now, outside of Kamala Harris. I've been Harris. to South Bend many um, times. Yeah, not a it good place. Not a big place. Um, and, and so, not well, it's a good place, good people, but not yeah. a big place. Yeah. Um, so you got these people jumping on board with this stuff because it makes them feel good about their position, without realizing that the mining that we'll have to do in order to quadruple production is going to further pollute the country and the world. And well. The reality is, is the mines that are available to get the minerals necessary. Where are they? They're all in other places. China. Ukraine, Russia, China. All of all those the people, places we don't want to be, they right? They don't and it, care. So all we're doing is furthering our dependence in a lot of... And what you mentioned a minute ago is is worth repeating. You need to... Uh, the International Energy Agency basically says that you'll have to quadruple the amount of, of metals and minerals necessary to get the first part of the infrastructure up because of the denseness of the, the so energy involved with petroleum and, and uh, carbon-based energy right now. And to the point, and it may be a technical point, maybe not, but the whole point of that is that this goes back to our definition of energy. There's potential energy. That means energy is locked in something. Yeah. Okay? The energy locked in carbons, for the most part, is much more dense than the energies we're trying to use as quote-unquote green energies. Yeah. So the infrastructure, the materials needed to build out what we need to get the same amount of energy is quadruple the amount that we have in place now for the energy that's already been in existence. Mm-hmm. So why not take technologies and understanding and innovation and adaptation, as you said a moment ago, to take the current technologies and make them better, it's, cleaner? Because we must trust the institutions the and the organizations like from Ukraine and Russia specifically because nothing has ever happened in recent memory that was their fault. 
Yes. Ever. Ever. And they they never, ever. And because we're dumb Americans and we can't figure anything out because we're so dumb and stupidly racist, we have to depend on other people who are probably just as equally racist and or maybe dumb as we are. That's why. Because America cannot have any independence at all. We've got to... The ship is sinking. So what we do is we just we take the bu- we take the barrel that we have and we take the water and rather than patching the hole in the ship, we just push the water out of the ship as it sinks. So then we're just kind of brushing more water back into the boat and then we all sink. Well, because we're shutting the door behind us. That's why the door behind us and we're creating a situation that allows others. And when I say that, I mean other countries, other societies in in the world today to. Um, do what we should be doing yes so the question actually becomes why because we're shutting the door people don't want to exist in this country or are we trying to open the door for everybody else yeah but in doing that us being sacrificed for it yeah but in doing that though we open the door to everyone else people who are more likely because of technological restraints and because largely a lot of the technology they use is dependent on stuff we helped them with. We open the door to more problems. You look at look at look at the unnamed place in Wuhan that may or may not have released something that we may or may not have funded in tandem with their government who we may or may not have been friends with at the time even though there was a hold governmentally for uh what was the thing that you were saying the uh the research in which you uh the you you Joffrey, do the thing yeah Joffrey yeah the Joff research you know uh you, the gain of freckles the gain of freckles research yes, exactly. the gr- the grain of freckles research it y- y- all these things you look at and you're like that's a conspiracy uh so was the creation of this country it was a conspiracy and when you look at these things i say you know i, I truly think that people just think that we're so screwed up here and everyone else knows it better than we do that we should just let the police let them take the reins okay we should I, I, we should just let honestly them do it. it comes down to what we were talking about earlier i think most of the rest of there's 7 billion plus people on this planet with only about 400 there's million of them here in this country less than four like 350 uh, more, million. It's, it, it was 330 or whatever it was 2017 it was 375 i think okay so whatever we're less than 400 yeah less than 400 that is a fraction mm-hmm. a tiny fraction yeah. of the entire world and it's us and maybe the same amount of people over in europe and a few other miscellaneous places less than a billion out of mm-hmm. the seven give a shit about any of this stuff well what's funny the rest are trying to do what you said earlier and that is survive yeah but survive what's funny is that 400 million the country that wasn't 400 million about 70 years ago that is largely responsible uh largely not solely because there are people from other countries that help but largely responsible for their way of life today Mm-hmm. We've talked about this early on with that one book I read by Steven Pinker. When we talk about the wealth within, you know, the countries and the world today, comparatively, you can't really compare equally. Yet all those things came about in the last 200 years, and you can question where they came about. But here. A lot of them came They from came here. from here. Yeah. And we can talk about farming being the greatest human innovation. I would say the internet is the greatest human innovation, innovation of all time because that's led to larger aspects of communication. That's led to the destruction that's of Earth as we know Destruction it. of Earth that's led to eventual AI that will destroy Earth that led, that's led to biopharmaceutical problems that has destroyed the world as we know it already and will likely continue to destroy the world. But again, 
we have created something that will destroy the world. <laughs> and I think that's probably but, the most but, important thing but here. But think about what you just said there. Yeah. We that's created the same thing. Doom. The, but, okay, so whenever we started extracting oil out of the ground, it was, I don't, I haven't read the history on it entirely, mm-hmm. but oil that came out. Joseph Smith discovered was, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on his way to Salt Lake. Yeah. But uh, basically it was a nasty byproduct. Nobody even knew what the hell to do with the stuff. Yeah. Until somebody figured out how that to refine it, it into other something other than snake oil. That right? drinking it wasn't but, a good idea. <laughs> I think they figured that out, right? But I would imagine somebody used it as a tonic right now or, yeah. or at least a tar and feather people with something. Yeah. You know. But my point is is that you look back on these things that have occurred and depending on your point of view, you can see them as an experiential thing that has a growth in the human race and we're doing things better and progress in certain ways. Or you can look at them as, as a, a point in time toward the extermination or extinction of our kind. Well, what I think one is or also, the other, and nobody seems to want to look in between. Well, they don't want to look in between because they're not smart enough to look in between in my opinion. Um, and, and the reason I say that is not because I don't think they're smart. It's because I just don't think they're educated enough or patient enough to educate themselves about what's going on. And you talk about, you know, our natural gas output and the things that we can do clean. Cause we're, that's, the, we're the number one exporter of natural. So what happens if we stop doing that? The people who buy natural gas from us, they'll buy shittier, worse natural gas from somewhere else. And what are the ramifications of doing that? People have less quality of life and people might die because say, for example, they buy natural gas from like, I don't know, from Afghanistan Russia? or Afghanistan. Well, but here's the thing is they'll buy natural gas from Russia or Afghanistan or the, any of these countries that have this. Yeah. You know, what's funny about all those countries that we don't have a problem with that they do geopolitical issues. Yeah. All of those countries have major issues within their own borders that we don't deal with. Well, go back, go back to something else with Greta. Yeah. Okay. So we, in the United States here, we have tons of regulation tons of ways of doing all this dirty energy technology that everybody wants to hate yeah we still do it cleaner and better here than anywhere than everyone else yeah and think about this for a second you know everybody's pulling out of russia because of what's going on over there so there was all these these agreements these co-agreements with energy sectors in russia with shell oil and all these Mm -hmm. other places well don't you think that part of those agreements was some kind of of technologies to make it cleaner and better to process and everything. That okay, was, now that we're pulling be... out of there and now we're going to give market more markets to those same people well, that are going to make it dirtier than well, it was here's before. The funny so you're thing, defeating though. your purpose. Here's the funny thing though and you have a good point there. Those technologies were probably not given to them, but leased by them. And now the Russian government is saying, well, you know what? If you pull out, we're going to nationalize all your products. And you know what's funny about countries that nationalize things, including China? They fuck everything up. They oh. fuck literally everything up. Look at look at the the uh, the the um, the uh, nuclear reactor in Ukraine that went off in the eighties. The reason why it was such a problem for anyone who watched the show or for anyone who was alive back then or for anyone who read about it is because of terrible bureaucracy. And that's what comes about with socialist and communist regimes. We can talk about the end results of everyone has food in their mouth. I mean, it all might be maggot filled, but everyone has food in their mouth. So you don't have an excuse to go hungry. Well, the funny thing is in order for that food to get there, a bunch of fucking morons have to get together and say, we're going to be friends, but we're also going to really bully the people around us, Miss Piggy, and we're going to make them disappear. And we're going to make all the people who disagree with our bad policy because it is terribly thought out and really stupid. We're going to kill them all. And then the only option is the bad option. There is never a good option. Look at Huawei. Compare a Huawei phone to an Apple iPhone. 
How about to a Samsung? Is there a comparison? Don't know. Well, if there was, everyone here would be using Huawei, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone all over the world would be using Huawei if it was such a good product. That's how products work. And people say, well, what about all the regulation from governments? That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter for cars. Well, if the, cars, the, if cars were, if the idea of cars was so flawed that you know people couldn't recreate it, then no one would be driving around in cars. And Huawei might work, but Apple iPhones well, work really well. Yeah, and they happen to be made in the same place as Huawei's. Exactly, <laughs> but it's an American country, damn it. Exactly, our company, exactly. damn it. But but you, you make really. a very good point about. Um, nationalizing companies and mm-hmm. of course talking about this energy sector one of the biggest things that goes on is that the places in the world that we to adapt to change to what people want it to change to there's a million different things you could talk about but one of the <clears throat> major ones is that metals and minerals 50 there are about 50 critical usgs uh, the united states geological survey uh, survey um basically says there's 50 critical metals min- minerals in 13 of those are 100% imported. Another 27 of them are 50% imported. And where do you think those things are imported from? Places we don't want to import them from because mm. they have different standards, not standards of living. They have, they're, they're, they're doing things that are against uh, um, different ethnicities like the Uyghurs and things like that. It's China, Ukraine, Russia, Afghanistan, all those places we don't want mm-hmm. to buy this stuff from. We're going to have to buy them from. In in places like China, they did something that's going to change the entire outlook of this green technology unless we do something here in the United States to, to combat it. They took and nationalized not just one of their companies for rare earth minerals, but three major companies. And they'll nationalize. 62% of all of the yeah. stuff in the world needed for these technologies mm-hmm. comes from those and they'll nationalize any and all companies that do business with them and that's why all this stuff going on with people stand with ukraine and oh next week it's going to be stand with the dolphins and the week after that it's going to be stand with the rare earth martians who showed up because aliens are going to show up this year so you be, know all the these people well the problem is all these people they don't realize that everything is interconnected and we can talk about how racist and terrible America is or how bad we all are but I don't know about you but I'd rather do business amongst people who I would be I don't know tied to as opposed to people who can pull the the rug out from underneath me because they want to. Right. Like I'd rather do business with Americans because they're all Americans. Why you know here's the thing people say well that's isolationism that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying if I form a company I'm not going to meet some random stranger in uh you know freaking Nepal and form a company with them if I've never met them before and I haven't developed a relationship. So, you know, we should be looking at these things as, okay, well, they can do that if they want to, but we should also be able to do that and we should do it better. Just like with anything else. Because if we do it better, then it's better for everyone. Because if it works so good that they can adopt it, then their quality of life gets well, better. I think the interesting thing that occurs is we already do a lot of these things much better mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And we're not falling back on that process. Now, right now, we're trying to get back into the energy sector. We can argue a ton about the direction one administration wants to go and the levers they're pulling, the regulations, the financial pressure they're putting on companies to divest or invest less in the in the technologies they don't like, right? The old energy technologies appeared to, uh, compared to the new ones. infinitely that, better than the new ones. And, yeah. and there's a lot of tinfoil hat stuff that we could talk about as to maybe the reasons for all that, but it doesn't even matter at this point. What matters is the urgency to your and my pocketbook. Somebody shot me a, a, a text yesterday, or no, last Friday, of a picture of $6.78 gas in downtown L.A. Mm. It's unconscionable. 
Yeah. It just truly well, but, is. It's, and it's going to be much higher. Well, here, and Maybe not today or tomorrow. Well, but, but here, here's the thing is we talk about those tin hat conspiracy theories, right? The tin foil hat conspiracy theories. And one of them that's very popular, I'm sure all the people have listening or anyone who's ever had a conversation with someone who they think wears a tin hat um, is population control. What do you think wars and famine are? What, what do you think anything to do with any movement against another country that results in the death of humans is? You can talk, look, I, population control has been a, a adverse effect of things that have existed for all of human, all of human existence just by proxy and virtue of existing. And guess what happens all the time with population control experiments, whether through war or famine or through what the Chinese did, which was the one child policy mm -hmm. for 20 something. Well, they years. also just like were really bad at farming and, you know, <laughs> murdered millions of people because of the, the, the great leap forward, which was actually ironically, as I said before, the things I say doesn't mean the things I say, the great leap backwards. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it, it, they all it, population resurges, but that's if you don't close the door behind you. No, I don't even mean that it doesn't resurge. I mean that it's, I'm going quiet on this because this is, it's difficult to understand the, <laughs> we see, we have a little, uh, Oh, hi Beowulf. Yeah, Hello. Beowulf just stop being so loud. <laughs> I, I find it. This goes back to the biases stuff that we've talked about many times. I've now taken, I think the black pill that you're talking about. I, I, I hate to say it, but I, I just, I don't trust anything anymore. And when you look at, and, and specific to our discussion today, which we've gone off in a million different directions, is I always believe these things are about risk exposure. Mm -hmm. They're about looking at the dynamics, societal dynamics, per, interpersonal dynamics, family dynamics, whatever case it may be, but it's all about the risk. And I like risk. I, I'm not a gambler, but I think quantifying and understanding your risk has a potential for great gains, has potential for losses as well. But you can look at stuff and you can put the parameters together and say, if I do this and this and this and this, and at these averages, I will be able to, to possibly come and do this. The problem today is that with this um, burn it down and start it over philosophy is that it brings into something called the big uncertainty. That's what I call this. It isn't the big resignation, isn't the big restructuring, it isn't the big, it's a big uncertainty. That's what it is. Because when things are uncertain, everybody's frozen, decision-making wise. And when everybody's frozen, then whoever is deciding to do something in an authoritarian way is going to get their way. And I think certain people see that and see it in a, as a moment in time to get their way almost at this huge, unbelievable high level that will change society. That's disruptive, destructive. It's, it does all the things that we don't want it to do. And I don't, I don't know where we go from here on something like that. Well, as you said a second ago, taking, and as I've been saying it, all this stuff, it really comes down to the, the, the funging of definitional reasoning of certain linguistic terms that, no longer mean what people say they mean. And you look at something like energy again is a prime example because look in order to be blackpilled, all you have to do is just shift the prism of whatever glass you're looking through. 
It's not this major thing where you're like, oh, okay, well, uh, I took it off and now I have put a tin foil hat on my head and I've wrapped myself in tin foil and I roll around on the ground like a snail as I listen to Alex Jones. That's not what it is. It's literally saying, okay, well, people will bring up things like, oh, the, 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 the Great Reset. There has been a Great Reset every fucking 200, 300 years. And it's because of bad politics and it's because of stupid decisions on part by leaders and stupid listening on part by people who follow those leaders. What do you think the Holocaust was? Great Reset. They got rid of 6 million people. What do you think World War II was? Great Reset. They got rid of hundreds of millions of people. What do you think World War I was? Great Reset. Tens of millions of people. Different geopolitical movements. What do you think any of the economic falters were prior to, you know, the, the funny money that we use now? Someone made a mistake, and the people who saw that mistake capitalized on the mistake and said, this is advantageous to whatever we want to do, and we don't care how many people it's going to kill. It's not really a Great Reset. It's just them being dickheads. Get human. Yeah. That's all it is. I, uh... I noticed something just a few moments ago that I should have noticed at the very beginning of this. You are wearing a shirt. That says obey. That has one word on it. Mm-hmm. Obey. Mm-hmm. And that kind of sums up what our, the elites believe the rest should just do. Mm-hmm. With one thing missing. Shut up. Well, I mean... Is that an end? Are you, are you ending there? Is that the end there? I thought we were going to continue talking. Well, how many we minutes have we done? We've remember. been doing 40 minutes. Is it was an hour? Hour and a half. Wow. Yeah, we probably should end it there. I'll end it there. Well, we can. I can expand on this million. We didn't hit hardly anything on it, obviously. Well, but we can. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, is I wanted to, to kind of develop this to kind of spool off later into this there's this independent thing of energy mm-hmm. and then there's human energy and i thought maybe we could do one of this is the energy out we can there. still keep talking about it we are still we are recording still yeah we can yeah there's no limit here there there's never a limit yeah you know why because the there's always energy. energy is limitless yeah well I, I there's so much information out there that is either not being explained properly or not being explained with the lack of politicized of politicization and these these debates you'll hear it in the news today about there's 9,000 leases out there mm-hmm. doesn't mean a fucking thing a lease is a lease it's a temporary agreement for a piece of land or a slot in the gulf or whatever the or a federal or state or independent land it's a lease it's an agreement between two parties mm-hmm. to do something on that land and you have to have that lease. Then you have to start your research and development to see if that lease is worth anything at all. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, is two years ago, our economy collapsed on purpose, by the way, it was forced to collapse for what we thought were great reasons at the time. And we can look back at now and have a debate about, but, but, even but, but when that craters, so does all the businesses around it. Yeah. Okay. And when things come back online, of course there are leases out there. 7,600 of the 9,000 leases out there right now, federal land type of leases, are renewed. Mm-hmm. They, they were ones that should have been used. And the oil industry has to have this portfolio of releases years and years in advance so that it can explore and decide from an economic 
in a research and development point of view, whether or not those wells should be drilled, whether the, the, the um, topography or geography or the geology involved in whatever they're trying to drill on to, to get LNG or to frack or to do any of this stuff, yeah, it, whether it's worthwhile or not. And that decision is primarily one that is technological and economic, right? So because if you have the technologies in place already to use, then you can drill or frack or do everything else economically enough to get something on the world market to produce. Now, with oil levels so high, those leases are now more viable than they used to be. Yeah. But the second part of that is, is there a future in it? Because if this administration gets its way, there is no future in it. Because there's no money going into those things. Yeah. The, it's, yeah. Like, it's a conundrum. It's, it's well, again, that whole destructive kind I of... I don't think it's a conundrum. I sure mean, well, no, I don't. I, conund, look, a conundrum, I, I get it's a conundrum from that. Maybe I should rephrase that. It's definitely a conundrum, but I don't think that shutting down the entire economy and then putting all these things in place was a mistake. You don't accidentally slash your own tires. You don't accidentally blow up your car as you're driving. Like that, that, that those are like, oh, I'm going to push this button and destroy myself as I'm driving down the road because that seems feasible. Or like, say you're driving like your car and there's like an eject button. You don't push the eject button accidentally to shoot your five year old out the fucking window onto the road, right? I don't know. Like, sometimes, oops, I bumped that. Oopsie. I mean, I, I, I do think that at a certain point in time, and this is gonna, I think this is what's going to happen with all this. This is all going to occur. I don't think there's anything I can stop all this nonsense. I don't think that there's anything that's going to be able to stop this current administration from fucking the industry so terribly that it's irreversible and irreparable. I think things are going to go a certain direction where they're going to get their own way, one way or another, either by strangleholding the industry until it dries out or by forcing policy that either is already in place or is down the pipeline before they get all kicked out or removed that will be irreversible because once you pass something in government, you can't unpass it. That's a funny little thing about government is you can't unpass things. Even if you can go back and reverse it, people will still abide by it. Look at the mask shit. Uh, it's gone apparently. COVID's gone, but we're all talking about it. We haven't. We've stopped talking about it because there's something more pressing on the agenda, supposedly. Um, but it still exists. Yet, and all these companies are still abiding by dumb rules that have been shown not to work. Um, again, my point saying is all this is going to pass, and then two or three years from now, the same people that are championing all this bullshit are going to be so angry that their life has sucks, that their life has changed so dramatically that they can't do the things they did five years ago. Or, and this is my my bet. I don't think it's going to be number one. It's going to be number two, where they just accept it as the new norm. Because we've all done that. It's already been done. The new norm is now. You know, the funny thing is, is I, I was watching a, another show the other day. And I had some intrigue and some adventure. And I won't say what it was or what it was on. But it was one of the streaming services. And it was, it was just a short, you know, one of those eight, uh, eight episode series kind of things. The and Legacy and Life of Rip Torn. Yes, exactly. When he was riding the bomb, riding the riding the, the missile in, yeah. and the watch it'll end up not being ripped torn. But anyway, yeah. It's, so I was watching this thing, and I was like, okay, I'm getting in the characters. It's a lot of adventures. Something weird going on. This kidnapping, and people are getting you know shot doing this, or there's some governments involved, and all. And but at at the end of it, they decided to change the last two episodes entirely. I don't know if they had a rewrite or what they had, but it ended up really focusing in on the destructive nature of big business and the PR firm that decided to, 
expose or not expose, but hide um, and put into a conspiracy kind of scenario. Yeah. This climatologist that had the world figured out and yeah. they silenced him and did all that. So that's the way it all went. So they were trying to get that message out and I went fine, whatever. Interesting, stupid message in my opinion because not because it's a bad message, but because they decided to change what was a very good series at that last moment. Roll forward another 20 years, 30 years, whatever it is. Whatever it takes. Let's 2045 is when California is supposed to be 100% EV. Commercial. Not going to happen. I'm just telling you. I'll tell you right. What if it, just saying, that that's their goal, right? It's it's, Governor Newsom has that out, and I saw the document. I read over a bunch of it. And Jesus was supposed to come back in 2012, right? Roll it it ahead. So the big businesses now are all green technologies. Mm -hmm. And they're probably run by the same type of people. Yes. And they probably have the same type of PR firms and yeah. they're probably doing the same type of shit. Uh-huh. It does not matter. No, it doesn't. It no. does not. Nope. And then roll ahead another 30 years and somebody will look back in that technology and those giant fucking windmills that you're talking about and going, that was the biggest mistake we ever made as mm-hmm. a society. And those people, those Bidens and those Gores and all the other people that want... Greta Thunberg, you know, we need to tear her statue down right now because she was the one that caused half of the world population to, to die because with, of her screaming into a microphone about how we were all evil. Well, but yeah, I mean, that's what will happen. And this is why this is why and this is the position I've always taken. We need like I think society in order to get out of this cycle, because as I've said before a second ago, that time is a circle. We need to stop paying attention to people who say that they have their best our best interest at heart we need to stop listening to them doesn't matter who they are doesn't matter if you don't if you wouldn't trust them with your life don't think that they would then don't trust them with that because it, it, and it, people you know I, i've had conversations with people who have different political views than myself i happen to have some not as of late but in recent where people it resulted in some negative things mm-hmm. right and the question I have for people like that is, you're, like, what do you think the opposite end of the spectrum of your beliefs does to everyone else? They do exactly what you're doing. And the problem with all that is it creates a cycle and a circle of stupidity in which we keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again until there's no more mistakes to be made because we don't have the ability or luxury to make those mistakes anymore. America is in a, a safe space. That's what I would say America is. It's a safe space for people to be as stupid and or smart as they want to be without any level of repercussion. You're not going to go to jail for having ridiculous views. You're not you're not going to well, not yet. You're not going to go to a you're not going to be excommunicated or hung for betraying your country, not yet, cuz that's happened multiple times and for some reason those people aren't haven't had that happen to them. You're not going to be thrown out on the 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 streets and beat, you know, tarred and feathered for doing a bad po- political job anymore. I mean, you're not going to be thrown in jail and kept there for lying about something that never happened. You're not going to face any of the people that you've wronged if you've led them to believe something that was blatantly wrong about certain cultural or social issues that led to the destruction of two billion worth of cities and small businesses in 2020. None of these people will face any repercussions. So the question I have for them is, why are you pushing everything back to the point where you will eventually face a French Revolution with anybody? Like why you you were you because we've created a those world that don't remember history. No, I don't I don't I don't believe it. that. I think the over people that and over I think the people over. who 
have fabricated these things and done these things, I think they know history better than everyone else. I think that's the problem. It's I think not, you're giving them too much credit. Mm. I think it's. I think it's what I said at the very beginning. It's just a a, a time laden uh, continuation of idiocy. The lady who bought all the houses with the money that was donated in large part by people on the left for yes. cultural reasons. Yes. She knows history better than everyone else. I can promise you. She no. saw the emotional push that specific thing had, and she saw what happened in the 60s and 70s, and she said, hmm, this is something I can take advantage of. I think the problem is not that people don't know history, maybe in the, the elite groups. It's that the people who are in the non-elite groups don't know history. People in the elites know history. Al Gore, Bill, Bill Clinton, uh, Donald Trump, all these people who are elites, they know history. That's why they're in the elites. They know how to predict the response of the public. That's what I think. I don't think they're intelligent in every area, but you can't tell me that Dr. F, um, Doc, Dr. Evil, you can't tell me that he didn't see the opportunity He's of struck. 2019 well, that he repeated in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah, I was going to say, before we got on here, you were ever. talking specifically about that. This was, this was the culmination of a lifelong agenda. Yes. Right? And, and the agenda wasn't to do anything other than to stay in power. But if you know history well enough, then it's easy to stay in power. What was it? Was, wasn't the Napoleon is, Bonaparte? Is I believe that these people in power actually believe they've talked themselves into believing they're doing the right thing. You got it reversed. I don't think that they even, I think they know that they're not doing the right thing. I think they're I closing I the just, door. I think they're willingly closing the door. Closing the door and saying, no one else. damage be damned. Yep. And you want to know why I think that? Collateral damage mean billions of people. Yes. You know why I think that? Why? It's not because I think that there's a population thing going on, but I'll use a good allegory. Why in the world would you take a home that was built for less than $100,000 and sell it for $900,000? You can't say it's market demand because that house is such a high tier of value of that house that it wouldn't make any sense for the market to demand that. And you can't say that it's because, you know, people have enough money to spend that because arguably most people in the United States don't have enough money to spend that. So my my point, I don't think so. I think there's there's supply and demand, but then there's also the lie of supply and demand. People wow. will look at something and say, well, there's a housing market. Well, there's a lot of people who are getting old enough to afford a house. They don't say there's a lot of people getting old enough to afford a $900,000 house, which is the caveat. So when I say something like that, Beowulf and I, you know, recently making a housing per- purchase, knock on wood at probably one of the better times to do it. The unfortunate part is that door is being closed. And the people who are selling their houses for $900,000 to people who might be able to afford them are not realizing that the side effect of doing that is driving the market up indefinitely until it crashes, which not only hurts the people who buy the houses, but hurts the people who will never, ever be able to buy a house because the set line has been, well, we're not going to lend to people unless they have 20%, but now we're not going to lend to people unless they have 100%. And now we're not going to lend to people unless they can prove to us with their 100% that they will never, ever, ever, ever miss a payment until they die. You know how I many mean, people pay their house off before they die? Like less than probably 50%. Very, oh, I wish it's way less so, than that. So, but my, my point being is that those are not like accidental. It's, Those it's are intentional things. Control is what it is. No, I it's, think it's, it's supply diamonds. manipulation. It's diamonds, but, but that's manipulation. That's not control. Because the De Beers Corporation, both, both words are synonymous in this case. Mm, if yeah, you yeah, have, yes and no. Look, during two thousand seven, two thousand eight, who mm. bought up all the houses that were going cheap? Banks. Banks. Yes. Okay. And who gives out the loans? Banks. Okay. So now, if you control yep. the money to lend. But and it, the supply to lend it to. But again, and you're right, but again, they're not lending now to owners. They're lending to other organizations. Look at BlackRock. They're lending to businesses. You bought a house, who, right? 
Yes, which is You're now not owned the owner by, here. which is owned by another organization. I understand that, but my point in saying is this is not some sort of they have good intentions thing. No, of course this not. is this, and, and here's the thing: is it's also not a thing of well, we're gonna hold it because you can't. That's a, because if that were the case, then the government would have never gotten involved in in, in funding loans for colleges. Because the prior to that, bought the houses. I understand. So prior to that, prior to the government, like on the topic of colleges, prior to the government getting involved with colleges, and I think it was like the early seventies or late seventies, what they would do when you get a got a loan from a bank is they would you put up some sort of collateral. That way they could take it from you. But we're the collateral. Uh, uh, that's what Sally yeah, made But uh, here's the thing. Most people never pay off their student loans. Correct. So then the collateral isn't really us. Yes, it is. Because we pay I taxes. Guess. Yeah, but we pay. He, and when Sally Mae goes out. But again, I, I, I understand your and point. And when we decide to, to do what AOC wants to and have all the people that have. But it's, not a system, but, but it's not a system that will be able to sustain itself. That's my point. Is if, if It doesn't sustain itself because, because you there's have not to enough have money. people. Si- well, There's not enough money to pay that. Plenty of money if you just keep printing it. Yeah, but the, if it's and, not, but it doesn't but matter. Here's here's the game. Here's the game. and I'm being very high high. I don't want to say high level because it's not. I I am not a financial wizard, but to me, if you are if you are the linchpin of, of financial value in the world, which the American dollar is at this mm-hmm. stage, mm-hmm. right? And so you have people buying our quote unquote debt to keep our rate up so that we don't have to pay it all back. Yes. And then you have these wars and things, which are whatever you want to call them. How do you think people avoid paying debt? By dying. <laughs> By conquering the people you owe. Well, yeah, but... That, in different ways. Yes, but and, I get your point, but at a certain... Long down the line, say that all comes to, a, uh, like, accumulation, right? All of it comes to fruition. All these things occur where you'll, like, the statement for the people who have the tinfoil hats in their head, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. You won't be happy if the system itself cannot sustain the very idea of modern monetary theory that is perpetuating these stupid decisions. So my point is these people are making ill-informed and ill-intentioned decisions thinking that this cycle will sustain itself indefinitely. There is going to be an exit point. And if if the if we have a dollar that's you know everyone gets paid eighteen million dollars a year, but the value of the dollar is like two pennies, it won't sustain. That's not something you can operate under. It's like it's, even for the wealthy. I I it only can't operate on itself if you end up having to pay outside. That's my point. I don't think that that I don't it, think that that's and true. And what I mean by that is there's this. I, I think the term in Japan was karitsu, and what they what they used to do is they they would have these companies. Mm-hmm large companies um i'll use matsushita as a great example a very very large company still today mm-hmm. and they have all these subsidiaries and some of those subsidiaries do tangential things similar to what they do and sell retail some of them manufacture some of them build boats some of them make raw materials for this some of them do, and what they would do is these core elements of this karitsu would buy from each other right and they sustained you used to be able to to live in Japan and have a job for life, literally. Yes. You didn't get fired but, ever. But and and but sooner or later, the money has to go out somewhere outside of that karitsu. So when you're talking about modern modern monetary theory, that's basically print as much money as you want because debt doesn't really matter. That's why we have trillions and trillions of dollars that we backed owe by nothing. Yeah. Backed by nothing. Yeah. Because it is so, backed but, by nothing. But, but I, I guess my point, because I understand what you're saying about the kuritsu, it, my point is that after all that's done, 
the logical it's like it's like what people make about the climate change thing right where the intention of something like or you and i've had a discussion if we were to advance to a point where we're starting to revolutionize and be you know innovative and make decisions to where we can create something that is truly replicable replicable and you know uh, an energy source ad infinitum uh, forever and ever and ever then that's the benefit. You see that as an incentive because there's a large, large monetary incentive there, but it's also an a benefit long-term for everybody because it's now something that's would arguably probably not cost anything because it's, it's, it's because it's so plentiful. Mm -hmm. That's what happens when you have uh, actual growth, actual innovation. It's because something is so good and so beneficial that they're, you don't need to charge for it anymore because it's, it becomes commoditized. So my point is if, if money itself or the idea of these things becomes so commoditized to the point where it is valueless, the system itself will not be able to sustain itself. That's like, you can make the argument of, well, yeah, we could just manipulate it, but that's if everyone believes that it can be manipulated. But everything is, there's no necessity for an exchange of value if you take that out of the equation. But there would be no necessity for the innovation or creation of anything or existence Correct. if you take it out of the equation. Except so, by those that run the show. If they live, it doesn't matter if they live. There's always well, sure a they. There's no, always a not necessarily. They. There's a cadre of they. Yeah, but there's, that continue to come up throughout history. There's always. I understand that, but the, in that difference between then and now is that cadre of they's existed at a point in time where people had some sort of understanding and belief of whatever they were utilizing because it was full of value. You had gold or silver because it was rare and it could be traded for a service or a good because that thing at that time was valuable. If it's no longer valuable and we're trading funny money for nothing because anything and everything can be created, people will just die off. That's what I see it as at a certain point in time because of bad decisions. Okay, money's not money has nothing backing it, so it's not valuable. And then all the commodity, we have so much of it, but people don't want it anymore because they see it as uh, evil and irreversible not to share it with everybody. But we don't make enough to share it with everybody. Look, so then we start dispersing it and fat, we run I'm out. Unhappy if you've got your streaming and you've got enough food on your plate, and this I'm rolling it ahead, and, and you've been dumbed down enough to just be happy with the however many years you have that the government's allowed you to because they're giving you a. Uh, a living wage they're giving it to you of which part of it's taxed to go back to them mm -hmm. right and just this round circle and if they don't have enough one year they just print more and pay you more and they take more and they pay you more and then they just give you food and if if, if everything becomes ubiquitous there's no value there's nothing to exchange within that agreement between parties yeah then what's left absolutely nothing is my point so they're the door is being closed. The door is being closed, but the one thing you're missing in all this is what we said at the very beginning. Justice. That too. <laughs> but energy cannot be destroyed or created. It's always there. We just have to learn how to tap into it, use it, and recycle it for the better. Hey everyone, this is The Wolf speaking, wrapping up yet another episode of The Wolf and Bolt Podcast. We appreciate you spending your time with us, and we can't wait for you to hear our next episode. If you like what you heard, tell your friends and family, your neighbors, the local bartender, your doctor, your boss, and hell, you can even tell us. By leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, you can directly help build the Wolf and Bull cult. I mean, uh, the Wolf and Bull family. We can be found on most major podcasting platforms and social media. So what are you waiting for? Scoot on out of here and enjoy your day. But you should probably leave us a review first. But make sure to enjoy your day. But don't forget to leave us a review. Okay, 
Bye.